0: Hey everybody, it is a Sunday evening once again. These weeks just keep buzzing right by, and this week we are honored to have with us John A. Moser, also known as Naked John, also known as Alan Adrian, also known as Mike Adrian from Jamworks. How are we doing, Naked John? I'm doing better than a lot of people considering the situation now. You bet. Um, we just in this in this circumstance i don't know if you've i don't think you've ever been to one of our zooms before but um uh, i just talked a little bit and then we um introduce everybody and kind of have a little round robin and we go around and ask questions and it lasts for about an hour and and that's kind of what we do so i guess i'll start because um i'm the host uh, i met um john um over a poster called <coughs> the seduction of cindy and I did some research and did some research and did some research. I found everybody who was in the movie. And uh, John was one of those people. And I was so excited. I said, hey. I reached out and I said, can I send this poster to you? And he says, no. <laughs> and so anyway, um, but I did not give up. And we uh, persevered a little bit. And uh, we kept talking and talking back and forth. And one day you said, hey, I got some pictures for you. And so... Um, he sent, so I give him my FedEx address and my FedEx number, and I'm ignoring life for a while. And and uh, the next thing you know, I get a bill from FedEx for 35 bucks.
1: <laughs>
0: and I thought, what the hell? Who sent a package of bricks? And so anyway, two days later, I get a 35 pound of photos uh, from John. And uh, I've been going through those. I I get autographs on them, and I use them for trading baits and whatever, and so uh, that happened, and then uh, every time I go out to Los Angeles, uh, John and I have a, a date brunch, and we go out for brunch and have a good time and a good talk, and then uh, uh, last time I was there, I got to see John's Magnificence, uh, I was call Magnificent, business card collection, all the contracts that he ever made in the business, and so really an exciting thing there and uh john welcome to the show oh, i glad to be here good to see everybody you bet
2: um, to let's talk everybody. about
3: john can you see me so,
4: yeah I can... okay. okay i'm can new at see... the
0: zoom oh. thing huh that's all right stephen we're there right. hey uh, stephen. <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna what i do is i mute everybody except john and then who's ever uh talking so i'm gonna kind of mute a few folks <laughs> And so I don't have to hear somebody's TV blaring. (laughs) I took care of that. Um, And we'll just go around the room. So John, how did you get started? How did this all take off for you? You mean being a porn actor? Yes.
5: Uh, I arrived in New York City after graduating from Rochester Institute of Technology. And I was just driven by uh, a hedonistic, a desire to have a hedonistic lifestyle. And it started with getting involved with the S&M community uh, in New York City and going to the Spiegel Society meetings, which was like a support group for people into S&M. That was kind of like going to church (laughs) 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 because it was no actual action. But then from that, I found out about an off-Broadway play called Another Way to Love. I went to see the play. Um, The couple running the play, they told me about the talent agent, Dorothy Palmer. First time I called Dorothy, she said, I have enough nails, you know, but uh, second time I called her, I guess she was doing one of her cattle calls and I came into her office and then she started introducing me to directors in the business. And first... A feature film I worked on was the one that was released as Tigresses, and that was also Ron Jeremy's first, and we both had got blowjobs by Samantha Fox, and our faces were not shown. And I thought, Ron is too hyper. He's never going to make it, (laughs) but, um, so that got me started. Dorothy Palmer, basically.
0: Oh, okay. All right. And, um... So, so you you developed the name Alan Adrian right off the bat, or, or was that a secondary name, or um...
5: well, I knew I needed a stage name. So, can you see this book? Yes. <laughs> Still have it. It's called The Name Game, and I paged through it and just, you know, wanted to come up with ideas to create a stage name. And I just put together two names that had a nice ring to it, Alan and Adrian. And that that was before the name Spike entered the situation sure. and kind of bastardized the name Alan
0: Adrian. Yeah. Now, I'll say that you were probably one of the first people that I would have ever known who mastered the gift of knowing how to do call forwarding. Uh, you had a, a New York number, you had a San Francisco number, yeah. and you figured that out. So... Yeah. As, as Mike Brady used to say, anywhere you are, there you are. Exactly, yeah.
5: Well, that in a way, that was inspired by Ron Jeremy because he was doing the bi-coastal thing. He was working on both coasts, and I wanted to do the same. And I learned pretty quickly that uh, the producers would not hire you if they thought you were on the other coast. And I heard stories about Ron Jeremy, for example talking to a producer in San Francisco and or talk or being in in California and talking to a producer in New York and lying and saying I'm calling from Queens you know (laughs) know, I heard stories like that so I got the idea that well you can't let the director who's casting know that you're on the opposite coast so I was gonna I tried to play that game It, it actually didn't work out all that well but because people would end up calling me when I was on the other end of the coast, and then I couldn't work for them after all because I wasn't there. Ah, But yeah, I did the technical thing with the call forwarding.
0: And then one of the other things you did, which I think was very smart, just because in my own mind is so people could keep the rates straight, and if you're going to be paid uh, $400 on this film or $300 on that shoot or whatever, you start also recording a lot of the calls.
5: Yeah, well, the reason for the recordings, um, that wasn't really the reason for the recordings. The reason There were two reasons for the recordings. It was uh, because I thought I'd write a book, and it was just a convenient, easy way to keep a diary, an oral diary, so to speak. Um, and then I, it was also a convenient way to take notes on directions to a location, or to uh, or wardrobe instructions, that kind of thing.
0: I see. Interesting.
5: Yeah. So, uh, but now I find it more interesting to actually publish those conversations than to try to write a book.
0: Well, we were at um, at a supper one night, uh, a pizza party I hosted back in 2018, and Eric Edwards says, "Is he going to have a recorder with him?" <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't have a recorder with him. So, hey, let's right. go to Jose. Uh, Jose just raised his hand. Let's get to Jose. Jose, what's your question for uh, for John today? You got to unmute your uh, unmute yourself.
6: Voila, là, je suis unmute. You remember when we met in Vegas? Yeah. That was the first time I think we met. I was uh, there for I was there for that uh, store in the. Uh, 36th Street. Do you mean kinematics? Kinematics, that's the one I was looking for. Did you ever heard from the the owner? No.
5: Gosh, I'd like to find him. it It turned out the manager was not the owner. This was one of those situations where... Uh, this has happened more than once, where somebody seems like the owner of a business, and then they get fired. So you find out they weren't really the owner. So, but but Bill, the guy I remember, and I think you remember, uh, who ran that store, yeah. <laughs> disappeared.
6: Yeah. For the yeah. people you don't know me, just want to know let you know that I'm not Jody, just Joseph O'Shaughnessy. I'm Jose Duval. I did a few movies, <laughs> about 60 of them.
5: Nice. Okay. You kept doing them after I quit doing hard work. Yes.
6: <laughs> right. Okay. Good to see you. Good to see you. All right. I and good to, to see me. Kathy. You
5: doing all right? up cooped yep. up in your apartment?
2: Oh, yes. Yeah,
6: nice. But I have a nice balcony, so I'm growing my tomatoes, and uh, I'm all right. Are well, you? Kathy, stop. I love you. Okay, next one. <laughs> All right, thank you. You're back. Thank you. Kathy is with us. Kathy, how are you doing
0: today? Good. I, I had to tune in for John. Um, John
7: is I, I just a good friend. Just I John, I love the way you chronicle the business, and uh, I love your phone conversations. Uh, and John was also used. Uh, the Museum of Modern Art used him for their Club Fifty Seven ex- exhibition. And he did some background um, information for them, and he also supplied some audio. So I just love, I recently listened to David Christopher, uh, your conversation with David Christopher, and it was really interesting to hear that conversation, and then to hear David describe that the, the scene that you were talking about in the book. Uh, so that was like a legendary scene with M- Mistress Candace, who David was living with at the time.
5: Yeah, that I consider that. Recording one of the gems, really.
7: Yeah.
5: The whole project. And I sort of jumped ahead. I mean, I'm going through the recordings in chronological order now, and I only really did everything up to eighty-one. But since David's book has been published, I wanted to get that one out.
7: Mm-hmm.
5: Since so at the you end you look
7: great, and you're probably I'm, naked, naked John. Yeah,
5: yeah, I, I won't stand. <laughs> <up>. <laughs>
7: Good to see you. And and it just fascinates me, you know, John's background, you know, kind of a, a conservative background in Pennsylvania and, and just, you know, becoming this this character actor and, and, and like Eric Monty, you know, in the Pennsylvania guys. I don't know. Is there something about that? And and I miss that's one thing I miss about the industry is, you know, there aren't those types of actors anymore. You know, people who look like regular people.
0: So uh, I miss I that. First. Yeah. Um, Kathy, did you have any workings with uh, the late Jim South? No, I never met him.
7: I never um had any workings with him. Okay.
0: That's uh sure yeah, a shame. I uh,
5: say, I'm a sorry, to Jim South. I'm sorry. Say what to, I wanted to say I'm sorry to hear Jim South passed away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was nice that
0: we any... we were at his birthday party.
5: Yeah. Last year. I didn't have any strong connection with him, but when I was in Los Angeles for four months in 1980, he did give me two jobs working on loops, and the first one was uh, the one where I did a scene with Seika, and the other one was a woman named Tanya. I don't really recall anything else about her, but both of those loops were shot at a house in the San Fernando Valley, so... That's my connection with
0: him, All right, Jorge, how are we doing today? Doing good, yourself? Real good. How about a question for uh, John? Yeah, thank you for joining us today. Um, Actually, I have two questions for you. My first one is, in all the movies that that you did, which star did you really enjoy, you know, performing with? And the second question, um, what's your opinion on what's what's going on with, with Ron Jeremy? Well, the answer to the first question would be
5: Joanna Storm. And, you know, I don't know what to make of this situation with Ron. I, I really don't. Okay, no worries. I don't have any other, I mean, anything else to say. You know, I just, I think he's... Uh, in real trouble. That's
0: all I know. His trial starts tomorrow, so oh wow, okay. I don't know um, where it'll be. I, I was hoping it'd kind of be on some television show or court TV if they still have that or something, but I don't yeah, know. I think I, there's still. I think court TV is still on. Okay, hopefully they'll do that. So thank hey, you, John. John. You got, Charles. What's going on there in San Francisco? Not much. Hanging out. I've
4: actually got a nice sort of gig. I'm house-sitting this weekend for a friend of mine who has a very nice house in a very nice neighborhood. So That's good. Nice kitchen with lots of food, so that's good, too. Um, John, so you were in the porn era when they actually did acting. Did you do a lot of movies where you had to do a script and had to do a lot of acting? And Did you like that? I've talked to a lot of the other actors and actresses and they seem to think, yeah, it was real acting, and that's one of the reasons why they got into it. Yeah, I mean, uh,
5: actually, I was trying to do more of that. I did not start out as an aspiring actor, you know, unlike people like Jamie Gillis or Eric Edwards, who, you know, they wanted to be actors and then did porn to get some income. Uh, That's not how I started out. I started out because I'm an exhibitionist, and I wanted the attention. But once I started doing it, I felt, well, you know, this is an opportunity for me to do some real acting. So, yeah, uh, I got some parts which uh, had a significant amount of screen time and involved playing a character. Not enough. I It was very, very competitive, and I wanted to do it more. And uh, I felt like uh, it, was, it was very difficult. But I felt like I got better, too, at at Delivering lines over time, I'm out of practice now,
4: but <laughs> and did you write a book? I heard somebody I thought you mentioned that you had there was a book or I, no, a miss- I I just mentioned David Christopher's book oh okay, all right I'm sorry I- portrait portrait forty years of porn okay that sounds there's interesting.
5: A chapter there's a chapter on mistress Candies. okay. And she was, I'm still not sure whether they were officially married or just boyfriend and girlfriend, but they were together in the early 80s, and um, that's when uh, I worked with Mistress Candice in one of the Avon films, the one called Oriental Techniques in Pain and Pleasure.
4: Okay. So that's, that's all that comes together. Okay, well, thank you for answering my question. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for asking. Sure.
0: Uh, one of the funniest movies I ever thought you were in was uh, a, a movie called White Women, and that featured a uh, a food fight, which was kind of a, a unique situation. And uh, who was that food fight with? Rhonda Joe Petty. Rhonda Joe Petty. So. Yeah. That was um, if anybody ever gets a chance to see that that movie, that was a a good one. That's
5: yeah. A lot, it's too bad it was shot on video instead of film because it would be a great movie to be remastered. But uh, it's also too bad that uh, the music is the same music that was used in Sex <laughs> So there's some budget cutting there for you. But sure. uh, aside from that. Um, it's a good video, and yeah, everyone said the food fight scene that Ronda Joe Petty and I are in is the best part of the movie.
0: I I showed the picture to uh, Tom Byron here, he's in the lower left-hand corner, and I got the response I figured I'd get. Oh, cool. So, so
5: that yeah, was... well, <laughs> I think that was probably when I, I think that was when Tom Byron was beginning his career, and then it was towards the end of of my uh, career doing hardcore sex scenes, because I I did just a couple more after that.
0: Okay. Well, let's see if we can go to Tara. She's our first-time caller and long-time listener. Tara, how are you doing up in Canada today?
1: I'm pretty good. Not too bad. Hi,
5: Tara. Hi, Don. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can
1: hear you very well. Oh, good.
0: I'm very
1: excited, (laughs) very nervous.
0: (laughs) Well, don't be nervous. You just only have about 250 people on here listening to you.
1: (laughs) Okay. No,
0: no, 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 you've got about 10. (laughs)
1: Sorry. Uh, I'm very honored uh, to be able to uh, talk to John. I'm so glad you joined us. I had to. (laughs) I really, really wanted to. And I guess I have two questions. How did you get uh, to
5: be in Cecil Howard's Fox Trot? Oh, I don't know if that came through Dorothy Palmer or not, but that was uh, that was the movie where I wasn't able to do the money shot, and it almost it almost spoiled my career. Fortunately, uh, I was given another chance later. But actually, how okay. it, I don't remember exactly how I got the part. Whether it came through Dorothy, could have come through Dorothy Palmer.
1: Maybe. Okay. And my other question is uh, the pink ladies. I love the scene where you're on the bench with uh, Arbola and Michael Gaunt and Jesse, and they kind of all move over. Yeah, because your fantasies are little strangers and. In- what they're fantasizing?
5: Well, that's when I said uh, I never engage in fantasies because they drain the life's fluids.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, that's when they move over.
1: Yeah, that's a classic, a classic moment.
5: <laughs> yeah, it's a good, good scene done at um, a railroad station in Staten Island. <laughs>
1: Well, wow, I really enjoy. I enjoy so many of your performances, especially also the one that Patrick mentioned. The white woman was it? Yeah. <laughs> the
5: flight <food site> too. <laughs> Thank you. I love your enhancement of photos. It's great.
1: Oh, thanks.
5: <laughs> Keep up.
1: Going. I use a program called Remini, so it's not too difficult. But I find ways to make them look even better. So
5: I'm glad you enjoyed the work. I wish you could do more X-rated ones, but that's, a, you know, that's the way it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep telling Tara she watches a lot of porn. I don't think I think she gets embarrassed by that.
5: More than you, Patrick, right? <laughs> oh,
0: I know. I, I feel left out. I think, wow, she's upped her porn game. But uh, I do have um, this poster, the, the World of Naked John poster. And I got that yeah. a couple of years ago, signed. Anyway, was this this was an exhibit you had? Well, it was the photographer's exhibit. Okay.
5: So when I was doing the, quote, Naked John thing, a photographer by the name of Dennis Colwood came up with uh, the idea of doing World of Naked John. It, this was in the 90s. And so I would tell him about the parties where I was going to be Naked John, and he showed up at many of them and photographed them and then took decades or years to actually do a show with the photos. Wow. And that only happened with whatever the date is on that poster. I think it's 2016. So it took all Um, that. Yeah. uh, Basically, it's a great record of uh, uh, what I'll call the 1990s underground music scene because those are the that consisted of the people who let me be naked at their parties while everyone else was dressed sure how did that go over it usually went over pretty well you know I mean, there's a there was always maybe one person who hated it you know some people thought it was really cool and then some people pretended who either didn't care one way or the other or pretended not to care one way or the other. Ah,
0: all right. Hey, Aaron is with us today. Welcome back, Aaron. And it's uh, great to see you again. And I, I, Aaron's kind of had a few family things go on, but he's back with us. And I have a question for John.
2: Oh, the family things. Oh, boy, that's putting it mildly. Yeah. Um, just really quick, just say hi to a couple of people that are here that I haven't seen in a while. Um Eric Monty, of course, Charles, Kathy, Jorge, you know, Jose, I'd like to just say hi to all of you. Um, John, um, I have seen a few of your films. It's been a while, I will admit that. But um, I do, I would like to ask, um, Debbie does Dallas too? Did you ever have any type of... um, on screen i don't remember if you had any on screen um connection with her or not but off screen connection any stories that you could that you would want to share about bambi woods and then of course i would love to know uh your your take on what it was to uh work with uh uh, sharon mitchell and uh kelly nichols
5: so as far as debbie does dallas too uh, well, I was try, kind of trying to answer that question myself about Bambi Woods. All I know is that she was on the set. I didn't get to work with her, or certainly didn't. I didn't get to have a sex scene with her. I think I had a sex scene with Lisa B., if I remember.
2: Okay.
5: And uh, um, why is my girlfriend calling now? She knows I have a Zoom
1: <laughs> meeting.
0: She probably wants the code. She probably wants the code to get in. She already told me she can't participate. Anyway, (laughs) um, okay, so,
5: yeah, so I don't really know. I'm actually as curious as you are about what was going on with Bambi Woods at the time. Um, And it's interesting, there was this documentary made not too long ago about searching for her, and they didn't even mention that sequel. I don't know why.
2: Yeah, I didn't um, mention the second or third one. Hmm. And then,
5: uh, yeah, uh, Kelly Nichols and Sharon Mitchell—they were always great. To, well, Sharon, I worked with more than once. I guess Kelly just once. And yeah, they—they they were always great to work with. Um, I'm not good at describing sex in a, you know, like, like in a porn novel or something. So all I can say is uh, I enjoyed it and they were both good people.
2: Well, thank I mean, you,
5: John. Sharon, like Sharon, uh, one time we were supposed to meet at a restaurant in the East Village, and she did, did not show up, so she stood me up there. But another time, I had a bisexual girlfriend, and I got the three of us together, and so Sharon had no problem showing up then. <laughs> And both my bisexual girlfriend and Sharon really liked each
2: other, I believe. So also, was... you had some on-screen and off-screen with Sharon, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, not a lot,
5: but it took my bisexual girlfriend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, John, thank you, for, thank you for answering candidly. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for your interest. Thank you. Stephen
3: is with his first time on the call. Stephen, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Patrick. Good to see you. I know we on Facebook. It's good to see you here on the screen. Yeah. How are you? How's everybody? Hi Jose. Hi John. Hi hey, guys. How you doing, Hi, everybody? Eric, you look very cool, man. I love the shades. Where's Eric? Oh. Eric Monty. Yeah. So, can you hear me, Patrick? I'm new at this. uh, You're you're just fine. Doing fine. Okay, cool. So, uh, I'm first time with everybody. Nice to meet you all.
0: Hopefully that uh, you can come every week now.
3: Yeah, I think I will. I'm looking forward to it. I can come every week now. I I was a lot better when I was younger. (laughs) 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 So... uh, do you have a question, or do you want me to volunteer some information? Oh, no, if,
0: if you've got a question for John, that'd be great.
3: Well, John and I worked together on Debbie Does Dallas too. I was uh, I was in the business for about five years. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, my nom de plume was Sean Elliot, and I played under the radar. I tried to. I I was John. Uh, uh, John knows this, Alan Adrian knows this, that my, my take was a little different. I, um, I had left college. My parents wanted a lawyer or a doctor or something. I said, I'm going to be an actor in New York, and I went to New York to, to be a, a film and stage actor, and uh, I went to the actor's studio, I was there for two years, used to play, John, remember the New York Show Business Softball League in Central Park on Tuesday, I would play once a week, and I was broke all the time. And uh, I answered an ad in the Village Voice or backstage for an audition for um, uh, adult work. And I went to a place. And I I don't know if I'm pressed for time on this. I can talk. Uh, Oh, well, um, so I went in. There was like about 30 people, guys. And there was a girl, one girl sitting, and she'd walk over and sit next to guys. When she got to me, she said, do you like pleasure? And I I didn't, it was like a test. I said, well, yeah, I guess I like pleasure. And some time goes by, guys are going in and going out. And then I go into a room, and it was Lenny Kurtman, who I knew later. I didn't know who it was, and ZBD Colt. I didn't know who these people were. And... uh, immediately said well this is for adult films and i had to pause for a minute because i was trying to do this other world but i was broke and i said well okay what do you want me to do and they said well, what you fuck her <laughs> oh man no, radio okay. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah, you I can said, say okay. all the words kathy does <laughs> <Not> kathy. <laughs> good to see you kathy i'm sad to the screen and we talk on facebook too so uh so I did, and apparently, I, you know, I, I did good. And, um, and, and Pleasure actually became a friend of mine. And they were shooting, Kathy, you remember that, and they were shooting a group of films in the Catskills. And this was in 1980, I think. And we went up to the Catskills, and rest in peace, Jim South. He had flown people out to the East Coast, there was that East and West coast thing going on and they came out, uh, a couple of them stayed at my, I live in Queens. A couple of them stayed at my place. Jesse St. John, uh, uh, Mary Hoffman, who went by the name Tammy stayed all summer with me. We kind of dated off screen and we shot these movies up in the Catskills. And it was an interesting story. It got busted. And, um, The whole thing got shut down, and my job, stop me if I'm going too much, (laughs) but my job, um, I had shot my scenes, and uh, one of the movies came, uh, I think on my uh, bio, one of the movies is uh, something about, uh, what do they do out in the, uh, it's not important, I'll, I'll get the name of the film in a minute. But anyway, we, I shot my stuff, and everybody on the group was so collaborative. Uh, um, Lenny and uh, his wife or somebody, we, uh, all the, the, the talent stayed at a hotel except for Ron Jeremy, who came up to film some stuff, and Copper Penny, and I forget who else, stayed at his house, this house. And some of us changed magazines and did stuff like that in my day, to go back to New York with the film, because we shot it and we had to go back to New York. And I went back to New York and somehow when I got to the Howard Johnson's in Times Square uh, near Bernard's to deliver the stuff to somebody, who I don't know who it was, uh, got a call and said, they all got pinched. And I was the only one that didn't get busted. Mm-hmm. And um. Ronnie said to me, and that's when I, that's the first time I met Ron Jeremy was on that set. And he said to me, do not let them, he he didn't want me to get the film to the people first. He didn't know I already did it because they were in jail. He was afraid they wouldn't get out. That was my introduction to Adult World, which is a lot different than... You're in Strasbourg. league go, breathe, <laughs> drink yeah, a that's... coffee cup, and feel uh-huh. it. <laughs> so then I got into it, and I I just met the best people. I, I met Jim Clark, I met Chuck Vincent, and uh, Cecil and Ron Sullivan, uh, Henri, and they all put me in their movies. And uh, did about ten or twelve movies for four four years, maybe. John and uh, yeah, they were good ones: Scoundrels and Firestorm and mascara and they gave me a lead in a movie we shot in puerto rico called luscious uh which was i played ramon and i worked with samantha fox and i loved it it was a great it was great four or five years and then i left because people started to recognize me even back home and i had a real i I was different i've said many times if i'd had the brain or see what goes on today i never would have left the business Right. Yeah, I, I started feeling guilty, and I didn't want to get found out, hmm. so I left. I did some regular work in film and theater for about three more years, and then I got out of it.
5: I remember you were doing soap operas, weren't
3: you? I worked at Another World, uh, Texas. I worked in Chapter 2. with I, I had lunch with uh, Marsha Mason, and I uh, uh, can't think of his name now, who did it, um, yeah, I did. I, I worked since I worked on Miami Vice a couple of times. Do you remember but, anything about but,
5: Bambi Woods on the set of Debbie Does Dallas too? Yeah?
3: It was funny when you were talking about I remember our scene. Vividly. Uh, you and I had to go down a mountain, uh, Aaron. It was in the snow, if you remember Debbie Does Dallas too, there was It's the very first scene, I think it was, when Bambi appears. But the first two actors in this was uh, Alan Adrian and Sean Elliott. And Jim Clark... Was, what is is that his name, Jim right? told us to fall down, it was like January, February, fall down a hill in the snow. Can you hear me? Fall down a hill. Yeah, yeah. And we yes, had to I roll. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, and we had to roll down the snow. And we were hysterical. And we got up, we're dusting each other off, and we looked ridiculous with these big oversized hats and everything. And then we had to walk some, it was in New Jersey, I remember, right? And we walked oh, down Jack, the road. Nyack, Where was it? Nyack, New York. Nyack, New York. Yeah. And, the, and Bambi uh, Woods is in the first, uh, see, oh, we were in the second scene. She, she got dropped off with our bowl in a truck, I think, in the first scene. But then her scene with us comes in, and we interrogate her. And then Ron Hudd, I think, was the sheriff, and he comes into the scene. I remember we had to rehearse. There was a lot of dialogue between four characters. And I think we got it on the second or third take. We had it all down. As far as her, Bambi, I had a little foreplay with her in the back of the squad car on film, but no sex. And she, she was like an actress that came on stage and left. She was very nice, but I don't have any stories. She, like yeah. she
8: like ether.
3: She disappeared in the night. I don't really remember anything, John.
8: Oh, any more wow. than that.
3: Just like split my love in that business. The one that I was close on and offset two girls, Lisa B and Lisa DeLeo. <laughs> I'd really like to know about Lisa DeLeo. You too, Jose, right? Lisa DeLeo was for any guy. And I, and I'm, she was, uh, she was a director, a producer. She was a grip. She was so, if, you, if she would, you would never not do a money shot with Lisa. Let me tell you something. She was so good and so nice and so caring. I would work with her every movie, every day. Right, Jose? I see you. Yes. Got it. She was yes. the best. What a wonderful girl! Yeah,
0: um, I, I, I found her, and I haven't written her because the letter's just going to get tore up anyway. So uh,
3: you did find her? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. So anyway. Yeah. So she doesn't just—it's disappeared. It's all different, right? I she, guess. Just,
0: she just killed her character, and that was all there was to it, and and. Uh, when anybody goes on there to dis- on her like her Wikipedia page to dispute it, it gets deleted. She's got somebody that knows a little bit about Wikipedia to get in there and, and monkey around and switch it back. So
3: got you. Uh, there's a lot of my me talking. Can I just mention something about Ron Jeremy and then I'll back off? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I knew Ron in Queens too after that thing in the Catskills, and he was. I worked with him with Alan and, and Debbie does Dallas. I worked with him in Scoundrels and a couple of films. Like four out of the ten I did, Ron was on it. He's a funny guy. My gut feeling 50 years later, he's going to say anything. And if everybody out there wants to hear it, Ron was a good guy. This is my perspective. I think Jose might back it. He had a, a security complex, this guy. And I'm really sorry for him what went down. I, I hope, I'm sorry that it happened. If he did the crime, he's got to do the time. Yes, but to me, he was like a harmless guy. He was a him. harmless guy. Go ahead, i
6: It's a very nice thing about him by, by uh, A. Pasha Lee on uh, Facebook, on uh, yeah. YouTube. She tried to explain his, uh, his state of mind, the way that he think that everybody wants him. That's, that's what he's got in his mind.
3: Yeah. And
6: sorry, it's not true.
3: <laughs> no, it's not true.
6: You need a shower first. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I remember his feet were green all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no,
6: otherwise, he was a very funny person in those days, in the 80s. Except that you have to feed him, because <laughs> <laughs> you know that, too, on the set. If it's something left, he's going to eat There's nothing it. left. No.
3: And and uh, the guy, who was the guy who had the loft? He used to rent it out. There was so many. Ron Sullivan used it a lot. Cecil used it a lot. There was a big, beautiful loft, rich. Yeah. With big yeah. paintings. They'd have a massive food, Patrick, all the time. I'm talking lobster, steaks, food. Yeah. Ron, he's right. Ron would go and grab every freaking thing. There was nothing left by the time he finished. When I,
6: when I met, met him first and uh, he gave me some work uh, for a movie we did in Queens, You had a girlfriend, Tanya Lawson. Yeah, but she was a uh, she played violin.
3: They broke up. She was a smart girl. Yeah, and yeah, he was she, was that a, she, yeah. she was
6: hurt yeah. by that too. She was seed violin. And I didn't
0: uh, know that. In, uh, Scotland. All right. Well, good enough. Good stories in there. And so, hey, let's bring in uh the Rodney Dangerfield of porn here, one oh, want only Eric Monty, who's going to be our guest next week. So, I uh, want to make sure everybody's got their. There questions and their are uh, quiz time things for Eric, because uh, he's on next
8: week. Eric, how are you doing today? I'm fine, Patrick. John and I go way back. I met John on my first shoot ever in 1983, once upon a secretary. Remember, John? Yeah. You were there. Ronnie was directing, and I met you and Jerry Butler, and then we exchanged numbers, John. And, and then John, asked, I don't know if you realize that he kind of helped me, but he, he helped me by fast-forwarding my career when you called me back in 86. Remember, John, you were leaving the business? Right. And, and it was, Joe Starno was doing a shoot or something. You get, you say, they right. gave somebody to a call. Yeah. And, I, and then me and John became very close. We lived together in North Hollywood for six months on Emily Street. Right. So
5: that, that,
8: that, that was the first time. Because it, we, we shared like an exhibition together. <laughs>
5: yeah.
8: I found somebody that had a certain... That, and, and one more thing, John. remember that meeting we went to. On, uh, some people, John, that, what was that, the... With the sn people, the um, yeah,
5: yeah, I just oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So threshold, yeah, threshold, Thre- threshold was like like the Yulenspiegel Society in New York. Threshold yeah. was the uh, equivalent organization in Los Angeles, and yeah, their meetings were like uh, sort of like a support group,
8: yeah,
5: uh, like going to church, <laughs> although they actually the threshold. Did, and maybe still does, well, not during COVID-19, but
8: um, have parties where real SNM would happen. Yeah, other thing is, to, to Steve, nice meeting you, Steve. Uh, was You were mentioning my sunglasses. I had to go to an eye doctor a few weeks ago. I'm very sensitive to computer light. John wouldn't know about that. Um, computer bothers my eyes, and I don't need to wear sunglasses if I can. The kind of prescriptions. So it's kind of, and nice seeing you, Aaron. Nice seeing you back here, Aaron. But uh, that's basically it. So me and John know each other very well. He came to Philly. He had a breakfast with me. We shared breakfast, and he had his first taste of Philadelphia Scrapple. Right, John? Was that at... Um, Melrose was, Diner. Yeah, Melrose Diner. Yeah. And Kathy makes a good point about guys like me and John being ordinary guys on screen. Yeah. At least I felt an ordinary guy. <laughs> so that's that. But I, mean, I know John so well. You kept at it. You kept doing... Hardcore sex long after, right? So. Yeah, until 99. Yeah, you left in 86. Yeah. Correct. You got it right. Yeah, yeah John, John was a good actor and uh, he was a great guy. He's a great guy and I, you know, he very had him.
0: Here's, here's the first time us uh, meeting and having brunch. I think my wife took this photo. What year was that? 2016.
5: Yeah, so this is at Village Bakery.
0: Oh,
5: I don't remember this one. Uh that well this is also outside of village bakery uh, and um, in my neighborhood and now i'm just getting food delivered from them ah i kind of miss going there <laughs> this
0: Thank was you. part of um, earlier the day before uh herschel savage had a an event and uh we all went out to eat, and Christy Caney grabbed uh, Herschel's friend's boob. Well, that's how that worked. But yeah, and so I, anyway, every time, uh, every time since that we went out to uh, L.A., I just hit John up for breakfast. We went out for the little uh, cafe there, and and he, he he we walk in, and he tells everybody in the cafe that I'm from Iowa, and pretty much the look on everybody's faces: who gives a fuck? But anyway. <laughs> Well, I joked and
5: said you came all the way from Iowa just to go there. Yeah. And they one said... One
8: more thing, Patrick, if I may. Yeah. I wanted to thank Tara for the wonderful photos, if she's there. I don't know if Tara's there. I wanted to thank her. She sent me some nice photos. Yeah.
0: Well, unmute she's, Tara here, and... and uh, yeah. She just does a fantastic job, Tara doesn't she?
8: Does a great job. She's a sweetheart, yeah. A great job. And then one exactly. more thing. <laughs> Hello, Tara. Oh, hi, Eric. Thank just you for not, the photos. They were beautiful. I just got some of these signed
0: Welcome. from John Martin. They came back real good. Tara did these, too.
8: Yeah. And then one more thing that I'll be done for tonight. So Steve, you try to come on next week, Steve, because what you said was hit home with me about being found out. I had a lot of stories about being found out. I was a former, I was a former teacher. So Yes,
3: I, I definitely will. And I'd like to learn more about you, too, because some of the people I recognize who I work with are, are the names, like, like John, of course. And, uh, and Jose I knew of, but I, I didn't know that you had worked in that business either. And apparently some people didn't know that I did either because we were in and around, but you worked for a long time in it.
8: Yeah, we, I come from the traditional Italian-American family, you know, very conservative Catholics. And man, did I catch yeah. health today? I woke Try to be on next week.
3: Sure. Yeah, I'll be on next week, definitely. Nice yep. to meet you. Fantastic,
0: fantastic. Tara, Tara, another question for, uh, for John? John?
1: I did have another one but (laughs) Um, um, I have to agree with whoever said this thing about uh, you and Eric uh, you're you're much more attractive I find you much more attractive than the current stars
5: oh than current porn actors
1: yeah which I don't watch at all but I've seen pictures of them and I like guys that look more normal
5: oh thank you
1: at the same time very handsome cute
6: wow wish i could see you <laughs> she's the mystery lady yeah
5: yeah
0: she's well, she's i'm
5: really glad you joined in
0: yeah she's just been, yeah. it's been so great to have her in and, and part of the group and adding a conversation and and uh, again she's really done a lot of work with those those photos I, I got one of Eric Monty the other day too that uh, I had him sign that was just crystal clear so uh,
5: yeah well I think you're referring to photos by a person who called himself video San. he doesn't want his real name known hmm. uh, or were they photos by Bill Cates do you remember Cates
0: there those were Cates
5: oh yeah okay they were photos by Bill Cates uh, an extra set of Bunch of extra prints, really, but they ended up in the hands of this person named VideoSan. And VideoSan was, uh, uh, well, I think the, the database that the two databases that are on the web now of porn movies, all part of it all started with Bill Cates doing an encyclopedia of porn movies. He actually watched everyone, he did not count on the credits being correct he actually wrote down every performer in each movie and, but his was made with uh, uh, his was handwritten and VideoSan was the person who first input it into a computer
0: oh and these are just some of the ones that just of Sharon Mitchell and I have um, and they, they were all taken from the Bill Cates collection I would say
5: Yeah. I forgot what I gave you.
0: (laughs) And that was one of those things that Hirsch and I were going to go through. We were going to go through the whole box, and time just got away, and so I promised him the next time he's here, we're going to go through that box of porn and, and look at all that. So
5: anyway. Well, that's good. I would still like to find some earlier photos by Bill Cates.
0: Right. Let's go back to Charles and see what Charles is back up to there in San Fran. Not much. Um, so, John, were you because uh,
4: Patrick had mentioned your call for anything? Were you ever? Did you ever live in San Francisco? Yeah, I did. I oh, mean, okay. when, I, when I was trying to do this bi-coastal thing,
5: I got a studio apartment there, which was remarkably remarkably cheap. It was a real small apartment on Post Street, just oh, off okay. The- Sorry, what? I said, okay, all right. Yeah, and so there was. I mean, ultimately, I probably only really lived there full time for three months, end of oh. eighty one, and then and early eighty two. The rest of the time, uh, I was subletting it to somebody. Um, I know Bobby Bouchard, aka Bobby Gallagher, lived there for a while. Okay, I don't know who he is yeah, yeah. Um, and uh also Jamie Gillis Jamie Gillis and I actually stayed there at the same time for a while so, okay so it became a place where some other people in the business could also stay when they needed to be in San Francisco temporarily
4: right yeah. i would think that was probably around the time Mitchell brothers was making films and stuff
5: yeah i guess so i
4: i don't remember them
5: casting cuz it seems okay. like okay seems like I would have gone on a casting call but there was definitely a lot of production going on then okay yeah. and so i mean i was trying to be by coastal and i chose san francisco as the place to actually get an apartment but it was not it was never practical it never made any sense economically and then sometime in 82 i ended up with a full time job in new york finally and uh, you know what I would call a straight job, you know, corporate job, and and then I gave up the San Francisco apartment and stayed in New York throughout most of the 80s decade.
0: Okay, good. What are you up to now, John? What 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 are you, what are we doing now? What's uh... well? Can I promote my? Of course, you can promote what? anything you want to. Yeah. So I'm going to try to share this.
5: Especially since, hopefully, some other people will watch this video, too, so it will be a bigger audience. Um, So I'm going to try to share the screen here. I'll
0: I'll, I'll let you share the screen here. Hold on just a second. Um... There you go. You bet.
5: Okay, so I'm going to share my desktop.
0: You have a lot of icons along the bottom.
5: Yeah, well, yes, yes. Lots of apps down there. So uh, I was going to show you this too, but first I want to show you my YouTube channel. Now, unfortunately, it's not all that easy to find my YouTube channel. So I would recommend uh, typing in YouTube slash JamWorks Presents. Uh, that should bring it up. I find that works. And once you get to my YouTube channel, find the playlists and then go to On the Phone with Golden Age Porn Directors. It seems to automatically start playing. So, and here they are in chronological order, starting with, uh, starting in 81. And basically, uh, I'm up to um, the end of 81, the, the On the Phone with Mr. Lash. That's where I've gone through all the material that I'm going to go through and put up everything that I'm going to put up. And then the rest, uh, was, it's like some earlier stuff I put up, but I still have more material to, to dig through and go through and, and put up in this playlist. So that, that's how you find that. <coughs> Sorry, that autoplay sometimes is annoying. OK. And then uh, I also have photos on SmugMug. And I think the best way to find that is search my real name, and because it always comes up at the top. Um, and this is not... Oh. This is not a this is not exclusively about the adult industry. This is just my life in the mid mid-80s to mid-90s. But if you
0: come to pizza, What's that? Up, up. I'm gonna hit mute on oh. uh Jose. There you go. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. It's um
5: I'm gonna try to do full screen here.
0: Well, John, you showed me when I was out there the amount of party invitations and underground parties and this and that that you were invited to. You had flyers and everything. You went to about every party there was. (laughs) I tried to. uh, um,
5: If you dig deep into this, you'll find some adult industry people. Um, For example, trading places, I was trying to find – this is a collection called Trading Places, and I, I was trying to find a, a word that included everything from big trade shows to small garage sales or whatever, so that's the that, that? name Trading Places, and by the way, I showed this photo to Ron Jeremy and asked, who is she? and he said maybe she's Tanya Lawson, but she, even he wasn't sure. I mean, that was very recently. That was at uh, the birthday party for David Christopher. So if anybody knows who she is for sure, that would be helpful. And she might be, because, um, I, I mean, an ongoing project of mine is putting people's names in the caption, in the captions of these photos. Maybe, maybe she's like a salesperson for one of the video companies. I don't know.
0: Now, in in this ninety-one exhibit, you have had one for ninety-one. Um, was there a picture of Carter Stevens? There is. Show uh, that one if you can. I want to get Carter on the on the Zoom call sometime too.
5: That's that one's right here.
0: Yeah. Yes.
5: Yes. Dark, <laughs> but there he is. Okay. The photo is a little underexposed, I think, but.
0: Yeah, sometimes you can send that one to me. I'll, I'd like to see if you can sign it and or uh, be a guest on our show.
5: Well, who's going to print it? These are just digital.
0: <laughs> oh, you just email it to me. I'll get it done.
5: Yeah, you can print it. Okay. Um, yeah, basically, this is... My stuff these days is, is digital. Sure, sure. So people can see this stuff free on the web. Sure.
0: All right. Well, um... Are there so, any? Okay,
5: I'm, I'm going to stop sharing the screen. Okay. okay. All
0: right. Are any other questions? Just raise your hand if there's any other questions. Because we're just about at our our end of our time here. We'll unmute Eric Monty first and uh, get unmute
8: him. This is John. John, I met Tanya Lawson. I'm I'm like 85% sure that's Tanya. You you think it is? I think it is. I met her a couple times. But do you think that is her in the photo? Yes, in the photo was Brian. I'm, I'm like eighty. I would, I would be on like eighty-five percent. I would say. Yes. Oh, okay. I do need it to be a hundred percent. You think so too, Holmes? Yes, I think so too.
5: Okay, great. See, yeah. you brought it right to crowd. Where is she
0: now? <laughs> <laughs> if you where, give me your real uh,
6: name, I'll find her. So she don't can need... let
0: us know for sure
5: whether it's her. <laughs>
6: I just want to say something to Kathy. It's good to see you in good shape there. Thank you. You are silent, but we love you. Yeah, you look good.
8: Kathy.
6: Hair's she just, coming back. Yeah. She, just finished, she just finished a big treatment and she's doing good.
7: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the same situation as Karen. summer is now. Uh, I just finished my treatment for breast cancer and Karen is starting that journey, so I know there's a lot of work to support her. Um, it's, it's a tough journey, but uh, she's a tough lady. Yep...: Okay, dokey.
0: okay anybody else? Steve, we're going to unmute you and, and uh, you can ask you'll ask the last question.
3: Well, I, I, I wanted to show John this. Uh, just look it from my phone. This, if can you see this, John? This is from dbd oh, yeah, yeah. This is you and me and uh, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw this picture. I don't know if you've seen this before. I, I did just... see it on Facebook, yeah. Oh, uh, that was cool. I, that Was that Patrick's? I don't know who put that out there. And um, I'll get you a lot of time for somebody else's last question. Uh, Kathy, my wife's eight years breast cancer survivor. My prayers for you. Keep it going.
0: Excellent. Uh, Jorge, anything else? Uh, no, no, I would just want to say to Kathy as well, my mom and my sister are both survivors as well. Thank you. Thank you. Aaron?
7: My, this uh, is my second dance with it, so hopefully my yeah. last one. But, thanks, guys. Everyone in the business is really supportive. I, I really appreciate
2: yeah. it. I just want to thank John. Yeah, I just wanted to thank John and, and Steven for both coming on and talking a little bit about Debbie Does Dallas, too. And Kathy, congratulations! Thank you. Honestly, that's 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 major. Congrats uh, to you on that, and I, I, hope that that stays on a positive track for you. Um, Eric, um, stay on. Don't don't leave yet um, until you know when the session's over. Everybody signs off. Don't sign off on. Don't sign off yet. Okay. Um, just a reminder in our group um, that uh, Jason G-
0: Galchik. Is doing a fundraiser to support Karen Summer uh, yeah. with an autograph signing. Yeah, he's donating a lot of uh, a lot of the materials and, and uh, postage and things like that. So uh, if you don't even want a photo, you just PayPal him some money. He's gonna make sure he, she uh, she gets a nice check from us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay, well I appreciate everybody being there, being here tonight, John. Again, thank you so much for for uh, getting naked for us. <laughs> Thank you for not standing up. Next time, let me know if I can stand up. Yeah.
2: Oh, we oh, got Everybody's okay. naked. Jose's okay. like I love, I
6: love.
2: Jose's white. to see y'all.
6: Goodbye, guys. All right. Goodbye, guys.
1: Nice meeting you all. Thanks for doing this, Patrick. You bet.